going on, people? This is live after hours in the man cave with your host Terry Wiggs. There you go, host Mark Kane. Go, host Mark Kane. Go. And first and foremost, the Western Conference Finals is over. O B E R. Shame on us. Shame on us. Shame on us. To win this season seven. Steph Curry and Draymond Green said, Mark C and Wiz forgot who we are. We still the Golden State Warriors with no We're not to handle business. As a Jimmy Craig Jalen Rose said, they got swept, got sucked from the universe. I don't want to hear about Dane was hurt playing with, with separated ribs. As they would say, throw some icy hot, aka sauce on that, and get out there and play. Because guess what, Dane? Hulu have live sports. <laughs> watching the NBA finals from Hulu because they got live sports. They got the live sports. <laughs> talk, I do want to talk about this series. Like I said before, Afro Aminu was a no show. A no show. Zero points. In 11 minutes? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Zilch. Nada. Draymond Green went out there and owned him throughout the whole entire series. It got so bad, I ain't knew Draymond Green was even guarding out for me. Not bad. That's how, that's how you knew he Myers Leonard having a shootout with the great Steph Curry. <laughs> right. Leonard, out of all people, to for, out of all out the people going toe for toe with Steph Curry in a three-point shootout. He must thought it was Jordan versus Bird on Nintendo. Got <laughs> to use these reference for these guys. He had a great game. Like I said, Mo Harkless didn't give you nothing in his game. Five points, four rebounds. He looked lost too a, a bit. Uh, I thought Zach Collins was gonna do more. Zach Collins they only got 10 points two rebounds but you need more from them athletic bigs like that Myers, especially against the Warriors especially against the Warriors I'm told, the whole thing we was texting Marcus we said okay they are about 15 again I said can they hold, you, you said can they hold them to this lead I said I doubt it you said lol laugh out loud <laughs> First thing they did wrong when they came out there after the half, what Portland do? Jacking threes. You up by 15. It wasn't nobody attacking the hole at all. Right. They was falling in love. Like I said, like Paul Walker, I'm falling in love with my money. They just falling in love with all the, all the money shots, three balls, and they was not falling. When you first right. get to go to State Warriors, you cannot go on the coast on the cold street. You can't go three and a half minutes while the basket. Being down by 15, it was being down by five. Three three balls put them right into the game. Exactly. I mean, it, it, it's so funny because the pe- like you said, the, the people who were, shoot, who were shooting the threes on the Portland Trailblazers, they known for making threes like Dane Lillard, CJ McCullough. And the one guy who should have shot more threes, Myers Leonard, it seemed like during after uh after halftime in the third quarter, well, after that, like that midway through that third quarter, 
he stopped shooting threes. He's like, man, you need to be the one need to be shooting more. You thought they was going to shoot more. And, man, like I said, you got Alfonso McKinney come. This is what we call guys who have no business scoring, giving them buckets. Alfonso McKinney give you 12 points and two rebounds. I'd take that. Jordan Bell, seven points. Kevon Looney, big double-double. 12 points and 14 rebounds. You can all this, you can all this is from collectively from your bench guys. Like you got no Iggy. No Kevin Durant. You had two teams in, in this in this in this Western Conference playoffs format. No KD for the Rockets. The Rockets choke. All right. No KD, no Iggy for the Trailblazers. They choke. But we got realized. I'm gonna be honest, with everybody. Game, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum doesn't have enough to beat the Golden State Warriors. They haven't beat them yet. This is, I think it's the second time getting swept by them in the playoffs. I think we four two, four one, four zero, four zero. They've been gentlemen sweet ones. Clean Falis, Falis, Then you get, then you just lose four two. I don't even call that just, that's a that's a uh that's a grown man sweet getting beat four two. Because at the end of the day, when you go back, you're not gonna beat them on their floor. This team pours it out. Steve Kerr, Mike Brown, drew up this game plan. And shout out to my guy Willie Green, who's on that coaching staff as well. They drew up a game plan. They said, you know what, we can stop these guys here. They may I'm going to tell you, take a lot of threes. The Golden State Warriors' defense made them settle on a lot of threes because they kept them from driving to the hole. Nobody cared about Alfred Rook. I mean, they was leaving him open at one point in time. They don't. That's how many points you had. Like I said, Portland, we consider what they're going to do. I would not bring Mo Harkless back. I would not bring the, I would not bring Afro Camino back. I would try to go out there and get a, a legit three. Yeah, they need a dynamic wing bad. <laughs> like this series tell more more than anything. If they had that Carmelo Anthony to that mix, who name was out there at one point in time for the Portland Trailblazers picked up, he'd been a great pickup for the Portland Trailblazers. At least you know Melo give you fifteen. Right. I think that's that's more so on Melo than them. Because right. I don't know what Melo was thinking. He tried Houston, he tried OKC. But everybody like all the uh Basketball people was like the best fit for him is in Portland. Like he could have went to Portland, and I think they would have been better off. Like like last year, they probably would have uh, not got swept for one, and then this year, I think they would have had a, you know a go to win, and maybe they would have made this more competitive. I don't know. You know, people saying Melo washed up. I don't think so, but he could have definitely helped this team. He could help out a lot of teams that had early exits on the playoffs. He probably get helped out Philly. So we just named a playoff. He could help out Philly. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets would have been a good pickup for him. You, I'm just looking at different, like different scenarios where Portland, I mean, with different scenarios where Carmelo Anthony helped certain teams out. Yeah, I thought he would have been a great fit, probably like with a with a Pacers with, with, with Victor Oladipo going down. Just a different look where you can get a different scoring from from a from a, from a player. But uh, but you got like I said, Steph Curry did it again, 37 points. 13 rebounds and 11 dimes. And, and I think well, he was like 9 for 15 from 3. And Steph Curry, man, like, you heard it from me, man. You know, I'm not the biggest Warriors fan. 
But you, like I said, you got to respect it. Like, and the great words of Mark Jackson would say, hands down, man down. Mama, there goes that man. <laughs> In 2014, Mark Jackson said this. <laughs> and Steph Curry will go down as one of the two best, greatest shooters of all time. And the, the, the report, I can't recall who the reporter was that, that uh, gave him that feedback. She said, are you sure they haven't really really settle into things I think because he said trust and believe. The way these guys work out, he said these would be the one and two best greatest scorers and shooters of all time from three point line. Now he said that back in 2014. Now if you want to call him Mark Jackson Adonis, I I I will I, I, I will agree with him. I'm not gonna argue and say that he's not. They not because they showing you day in and day out. They can score from anywhere and those one guys you know if the game on the line and your team is up by two, you do not want the ball in one of those guys' hands. You know they cash. You know they cash. Go to State went out with a bang. Clay Thompson was 17.7 rebounds. He was 7 for 21, but he didn't have a good shooting night from the three-point line. He was only 13, 3 for 10, shooting 30%. But he beat you other ways, too. He actually automatic from the 15-foot range, too. His, everything he should go in, nothing but net. So true, 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 true. Corley got a lot of things to do. I mean, if you ask me watching the game, they didn't show no fight. Do you think Portland was happy is happy to be there? I, I think uh, initially, yes, they were. But I think as as it went on, as more Warrior players start getting hurt, they start realizing. Yeah, we got here, but it ain't cool if we get swept. So they put more of an effort, but it was just a little too late. So I, I was just, I think they're going to be better off next year for it, you know, because they're going to be, hopefully they'll be fully healthy. But, you know, I, as I said on Twitter, like this same Warriors team, you know, without KD, a younger Andre Iguodala, lost to LeBron James, Timothy Mozgov, Matthew Deladova, and Tristan Thompson twice in a final. Ooh. And Port- and Portland couldn't get a game out of him, and and Andre Iguodala got hurt. Like they couldn't get one game. So I was just disappointed. I guess. They could have won one at least. They threw the white towel in. They threw the white towel in when they was, when they was down 0-3. They can't. And it's the first time I ever seen somebody actually take the lead on the Warriors in four straight games at halftime and couldn't close. You gotta close the deal. Like the door was wide open. They had the door open so many times to win that game. They lost the overtime. They could have won the overtime. This team settled on so many threes. When the three is not, we know if the Golden State Warriors can hit threes. What's they gonna do? They start driving pin right to the hole and getting the whistle blown. Then they open up everything from the outside. If you see the ball going in from a layup, you know, you know damn, I'm gonna bag it up a couple more feet. I'm gonna bag up another couple more feet. Then I'm gonna bag up thirty some feet. Now they hitting threes. Steph Curry is literally, literally hitting threes. From the from the the Seattle Seahawks football stadiums. That's how much that's how much space they was giving them out there. The Warriors is like wasn't they wasn't respecting his J. This ain't Jonas DeBreco shooting threes. This is this is Wardell's this is Wardell Curry Jr. So I'm looking at the whole part is 
what y'all gonna do now? Like I said, they took care of business. They swept them. Shame on us. Trailblazers and seven. Now I told you why we call. I see why they call it Rip City. Rest in Portland. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's Rest in Portland. That's where they lost that. Uh, I thought Steph's little brother had a nice two games. Showed up. I'm surprised they have. I'm surprised they um guard had his had little brother guard big brother more often because at the time I think Steph only got like two shots. He didn't really get the shots off like how he wanted to. And yeah, them, them little brothers be knowing uh all of the the secrets to your game. So. Every he was there. <laughs> you said he was guarding him? He was angling him off. He, most people guard Steph straight up. See, if you, I was looking at the way he was guarding his brother. He was guarding him to his weak side. Was was trying to make him go back that way. If he wanted to take him to his stronger side. He was angling him at an angle. So, like, he's making Steph take take tough shots. And which would work. Right. Uh, he know he know what it's like to get cooked in that backyard. He, so he knew what he had to do. <laughs> yeah. Shish <laughs> kebab. Yeah. Getting cooked. Then two. Like I see, CJ McCollum had twenty six points. Damian Lillard with twenty eight. That's not enough if you're gonna uh, do something. Rodney Hood seven points. He didn't do anything, but uh. He fell back to earth. He fell back. So this, so Portland won. Like again, like I said, Portland won the third quarter again. They was, they was, they won that quarter, twenty-two to twenty-six. Um, it still didn't matter because, like I said, it's all about that first quarter and how you dictate what you do at that third quarter. I mean, they ain't, in, the, in the third quarter, like I said, it was wrong about Portland, but the first quarter was wrong about Golden State. I thought Golden State had to go on early anyway, first and foremost. That's a lot when you're trying to step all, stop all them guys. But you got like, people like um, Clint Cook come up the bench, give you buckets, DeJonis, DeBreco, all of these guys. Sean Livingston shipped in, too. Sean Livingston's not the same. Sean Livingston is the same. He's almost uh, older now. He's becoming more like Evan Turner now. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good comparison. He's just a little taller, a little bit bigger forehead, Evan Turner. Right. You know, ain't nothing strong with Mr. Frog Voice, Evan Turner, E.T., but I just feel like Evan Turner can do more. I don't think he's putting his stamp on the game where he can actually say, you know what, let me pick my guys up. I've got my strong part. I think at one point in time, I think Steph, I mean, not Steph Curry, Evan Turner at the time was arguing more of the the uh, the referees than he was actually playing basketball. He's talking, talking about calls. Just play, man. Y'all down. The referees are like, y'all, y'all, y'all already been. Referees know when the team give up. Like, y'all threw the white towel. That's why he started shooting all them threes. They knew. You look at the percentage, Marcus. Yeah. Look, listen to this rebound discrepancy on the board. Golden State had 56 rebounds. The Portland Trailblazers, 38. Offensive rebounds. Golden State, 15. Portland, 6. Defensive rebounds, 41. Golden, uh, Portland, 32. Even they had 10 steals. Portland had 5. Both teams shot pretty much a high percentage, 40, 46 for the Warriors and 48% for the Blazers. It ain't gonna done. It ain't gonna no, done. Not at all. Yeah, and like you said, when they realize it was it's about to be over, they it seems like they just start shooting more threes. Like that was the answer. Like just shoot more threes. 
I think Dane was the only one who really tried to attack the basket. You know, he had those last two plays, uh, you know, that one where it went off play out of bounds. Uh, and then a play before that where, you know, he's really trying to get to the hole. Cause, you know, it, it just didn't go down for him. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think they're going to grow from it. I think they'll be a better team next year from having a good. I don't care what round you just let in. Yeah, they, they they have to definitely come back and redeem themselves. It's right there against, like to me, like as an avid basketball fan, I watch the game all the time. I don't even play for none of these teams, and by me just growing up loving the game and how I'm watching the game, I'd be hurt when the team go down and get swept four zero. You know, that's not my city, and I don't even play for neither of these organizations. I still feel some type of way, like yo, if you're gonna go down four zero, there's no even point coming to the gym. So you fought that hard for the regular season. To go to, to get where you at, to lose four zero in the Western Conference Finals, that's unheard of. Most most teams don't even get swept in the Western Conference Finals. They at least make it a battle. Most teams go seven or six games. They they went four. They went four. <laughs> so I, I seen them after they lost that game. They flew back. They was on the, was on the um, I want to say on the, on the bird, aka the plane, the, the jet. They're taking a team picture with smiles on their face. We just lost. 4 0. <laughs> Not a gentleman's sweep. Not Jack Daniels' gentleman's. The gentleman's Jack. They got swept. <laughs> y'all got skunk. They ran to Boston on y'all. They didn't even play in spades. <laughs> y'all lost 4 0. And we taking pictures on an airplane with a smile on our face. Smiling people. Sometimes <laughs> I don't want to see no smiling faces. I want to see angry faces. I want to say, look, I'm disappointed. I want to be back here next year. I didn't get none of that when they sit at that podium and at that table talking. I didn't get none of that. So they need to look at themselves in the mirror and say, look, we got to come back stronger than ever. Like when Denver lost, Denver said, we'd be back next year. So we definitely coming back. Portland didn't say that. They just said, we got to get better. We have to get better. Yeah, you got to get better on a lot of stuff. I can't say injury slowing you down because Kawhi, speaking of Kawhi, as we switch things over to the Milwaukee Bucks and the Raptors, speaking of Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, I heard playing on one leg. Efficiently, too. Like, he's picking his spots. Man. He's like, I don't know what you call it. He was just so, like a doctor in surgery. Like, yeah, I'm hurt. But watch when his third quarter come. I'm going to just dissect them. I'm like the Bucks just can't. can't how can you stop a one-legged man? Even if he's a, a robot, even if he's a cyborg, you can't stop a one-legged robot. <laughs> I guess so many things they could have done because he changed the game. He changed he the game. Did. He got 19 points, still efficient, still on the glass, still on the board, still hit free throws. Besides Siakam, he didn't give you much, but it still helped. Seven points, four rebounds, still need more film. But we always, we always say if, if 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 the Raptors want to win, I said probably two guys have to step up the most. I said they only win games. I said they only win games when Paul Gasol, I mean Mark Gasol, scored over fourteen points. I did say that he had seventeen points and seven rebounds, and I believe he had right. actually. Any, I think he had like four four or five blocks too. Actually, then I said another person would to step up. I, remember, I was complaining. I know my Paul ain't playing. 
Why Norman Powell ain't playing? I don't know people looking, probably hearing the podcast like, Norman Powell is not that good, Dante. I don't know why you screaming for him like he should be playing. Now you see why he's playing now. The last couple of the games, he's been on fire. And they carry on, especially how they the first half. Big time. points. 18 points, 5 rebounds. Fred Van Vliet, another person who stepped up, gave you 13 points. Serge Ibaka had a got a big game. Like I said, if Serge Ibaka played like that every game, the records would be hard to beat. He played down to his competition level when he's out there on the floor. He should be dog in that middle. I thought he should be magging and living in the middle. When they see him coming to attack the rim, they should just move out the way like how Shaq was back in the day. That's how dominant Shaq was. <laughs> Shaq would get the ball. People would clear out the way. Nobody want to get dunked on with the rim falling on Shaq. Once Shaq broke that broke that uh, backboard in 1992 on the on the uh, now that was called the Brooklyn Nets, but then the New Jersey Nets with Derrick Holmes on that team, he uh, Shaq dunked on his cousin. At the time that I played, I want to say his name is Doug Overton. That's what I think he believed he dunked on. Nobody want to get dunked on like that. Cats move out the way. People part of that middle like it was the Red Sea. I thought Sergeant Barkley that play. He got to come with that every night. It would be hard to defeat. They building the wall on Giannis. They got the they got the they got the they put in the three two defense. They know he can't shoot. They forcing him to pass. So they make so with that pass they making other guys become more reliable to shoot. Chris Milton went cold and he eventually got hot in the second half. Eric Bledsoe was all. Eric always cold. I'm trying to figure out what's cold. He always cold. He always cold. I'm trying to figure out what's what's colder, him or a Klondike bar, because <laughs> his his ice game is not cold. It's chilly. It's just froze. Malcolm Brogdon, the guys you was looking for to be heroes, George Hill and Malcolm Brogdon combined for nine points. Hill with five. Brogdon with four. I thought Michael Brogdon was going to step it up more, but we're going to see series tied 2-2. Two, two. Um, I said, I said, give me the Bucks in five. Before yeah, the I, think I, agree. Started, I think I agree I with said, you. Before the playoffs started, on one take, I said, I had the Raptors come out the East. So I'm in the, I'm in the limbo. or I'm in the limbo right now. This series tied 2 This is a new game. If Milwaukee lose this game, Tomorrow night. Oh, it's a wrap. I've been saying that for like three games straight from and in favor of Milwaukee. But now I got to switch it up. If they lose three games in a row, man, confidence would be shot. You got to come out. I mean, you got to come out and definitely get a win. Remember, this team is down 2-0. If they come back and beat them four straight. I don't know what kind of sweep is that because I never heard no sweep for that. I heard the gentleman sweep four and one. We heard just a Falise, Falise four zero. They come back and beat you four three. This will man, what type of sweep would you call that? This no, this is called I'm a, this is called getting your ass kicked sweep. If that happens, <laughs> right? You the best. No, that's called leaving the back door open and somebody just coming in and just robbing you blind. You standing right there. That's what that is. Somebody robbing you blind. And he looked, right now, Giannis Antetokounmpo looked unfazed. Like, he doesn't look unfazed. He can't get his shot. He can't attack the rim. He's just going to keep attacking and attacking. Uh, I think Eric Blesso played his best when he is attacking the rim. I don't want him shooting threes. That, is never, that was never his game. He wouldn't shoot threes at Kentucky. And don't start it now.
Damn. I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have to do something. I'm just thinking, like, they, they put, you know, I think they gave that game four. They started out with Blesso, and then he, like, he immediately went to the bench because, like he said, he's just so cold from shooting. If somebody don't get to him and let him know that he needs to attack the basket and play defense, like, that should be his own role. Like, don't shoot threes. Attack the basket. Play defense. Just him making that change alone, they'll win the next game. But if he keeps shooting threes like he's Steph Curry or somebody, I don't care what the offensive system they run, that's not his game. Like, you're not a three-point shooter, my G. You need to chill. <laughs> right. So I was looking at, too, you know, I'm looking at they bench. Why is my guy Tony Snell not out there playing? Remember, Tony Snell... Tony Snell and uh, Kawhi Leonard went to the same college together. Why is he not out there guarding Kawhi for a second? Only one guy that could know that probably know his spots better probably would be Tony Snell. Why is he not there? I'm looking at you know we watching through the league. I'm like yo, certain guys play through the regular season, but he's not out there in playoff time. He's out there in garbage time, like a minute to go in the game or thirty seconds to go. Get him out there and see what you got, Bowman Hoser. That's, that's the whole thing Coach Bud was the problem when he was in the Atlanta Hawks when he was playing against LeBron James. He would ride a rotation out in the regular season against the Cavs and get a win. But when playoff time come, he would he would bench those same guys that would help them get wins. Now they're not playing. Tony Snell need to be out there playing. That's another person long after somebody who could buy minutes for for a Chris Middleton. You gotta see what you're working with. This is the playoffs. This is all enough. As they said, this is for the marbles. True. You know, you can't leave any any moves left undone. Like you gotta put it all out on the table at this point. It's not this ain't the regular season. This ain't even the first round. This is a chance to go to the NBA finals. So any move right. you got, like, you you better put them mm-hmm. out there. This ain't this ain't checkers. This chess. It's gotta, you gotta come checkmate. And the great words of the late Nipsey Hussle: "All money in. All money in. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon to the end. And this team, the Milwaukee Bucks, is they is they just in it for the sprint or they in it for the marathon? Because right now they're like they're trying to sprint their way to the finish line. And Toronto is is, is marathoning them all the way through this each quarter." Breaking them down. Kawhi, you know, they know where Kawhi's going to go. And he's still getting his stuff off. It's a lot of stuff that's even going on right now. You know, you got Drake on the sideline giving Coach Nick Nurses uh, a quick massage, and he got this. You thought Drake was suited up in a Raptors jersey, the way he was acting on that sideline. Kawhi, they said, if you take him to the NBA Finals, they say you can eat for free in Toronto? Man, what? Who wanted? That's all gravy right there. But Marcus going to this game five, back to Milwaukee. You had to pick who will win this. As they say back in the day, I don't know if people was listening, but some of my old time heads and my some of my, um, younger people who don't know nothing about this will hand us stories to come on at halftime for Prudential. She said. Pivotal game five. Who will win the pivotal game five tomorrow night? Bucks or Raptors? Who you got win this pivotal game five? 
Bucks or Raptors, Marcus? Marcus. So, seeing how the Bucks have lost two games in a row, one time, or now two times this season, they've never lost three games in a row. Never lost three games in a row this entire season. So, and they're going to be at home. So, I'm going to take the Bucks for this pivotal game five and uh, ultimately win the series. But I'm not 100% confident about that. <laughs> All right. This pivotal game five. Pivotal game five. I think it's like this. I want Toronto to win, but I don't want to win just because Kawhi is playing on the injured leg. The NBA Finals start on the 30th. He would not get enough rest. The Warriors about to have almost a week, I want to say a week and two days off before they play their next game. So if they have some little knick-knack, nagging injuries, they can actually can rest. So the benefit of the doubt is that Milwaukee got to win it. I'm going with Milwaukee. Second of all, I'm picking them. They're going back home to a familiar spot. I might sound like a, a tape recorder. The food tastes better. You sleep in your bed better. You know where you're going. This is your house. You got you. You know where you can shoot from in your stadium. And the fans going to be loud as ever. Everybody's going to be there. All the fans in Milwaukee are going to be there. Like two small market cities going up against each other. But it's nothing like being from the Midwest like I am and you are. On the limb, I'm going with the Milwaukee Bucks to win this game. Tomorrow night by 15 points. And I'm looking for, we know John's going to be have a big game, but the X factor, the X factor of this game would be Malcolm Brogdon. He will have 23 points for the win. And they will win okay. in Bucks dramatic fashion. I'm calling it out. Malcolm Brogdon with 23 points. He's going to hit five, he's going to hit five huge three-pointers to set it off. And Chris Middleton going to chip in with 17. And John's going to have 32 points, 16 rebounds to go along with three blocks. That's what I'm relying on right there. That is the key to the game. So we're done talking about the NBA, the NBA playoffs. So word around town is that they say KD is not with the team, which I find it a little odd too. When they won the Western Conference Finals, yeah, he wasn't there with the team. He wasn't in the picture. It's kind of odd. Normally, he got the key. If his Achilles hurt that bad, he could be in the boot in the background. I'll take a picture. Uh, Kevin Durant is just being more and more. I would say now Kevin Durant becomes a me guy. Yep, he, he distances himself from the team. It's, it's almost like he, almost like he's mad. Like like, oh, y'all gonna win without me? Okay, y'all don't yes. even need to travel there. Right, right. He's a me guy. I look at Demarcus Cousins. Demarcus Cousins there every step of the way. Like I said, like all money in. That's what Nipsey Hussle said. DeMarcus Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins is all in with the, with the team. Somebody, someone said that Kevin Durant is done. His agent said he's not 100% sure he's undecided what he's going to do in free agency once it comes June 30th at 6 p.m. First and foremost, me personally, I believe that Kevin Durant is out there recruiting guys to go either to New York or the L.A. Clippers. He's trying to recruit guys so he can go somewhere where he can be wanted at. Now, if he goes to the Clippers and win the Clippers a championship, hey, that's a dope situation right there. That's uncharted territory. The L.A. Clippers win the championship, and that's in L.A. 
playing the same arena as the Lakers, even though we know the Clippers will have a new arena probably about 2022 or 2023. But if say if he wins them a title next year, that will look good on his resume. He'd be a, he's going to be a I'd make him automatically a first time all of gamer on the ballot. We know LeBron is because he won a Cavaliers championship. We know what LeBron did, James did, over 32,000 points scored, 8,000 rebounds, 8,000 assists. You're talking about he can probably be the first guy in NBA history to have 32, 10, and 10. This is a guy might have a triple-double and, and rebounds and assists. You got the points. I mean, you got the points. So right now, he got the triple. He, wait, he got, yeah, he, he what? Another what? What? 2,000 rebounds away? In 2000 assists away, LeBron is all world. So if you if LeBron James come out next year and get the right shooters around him, oh, it's a wrap. LeBron might have shot a lot of records. We thought he shot records in Cleveland. The way he's just breaking records is so efficient and fast. But back to Kevin Durant, he's more of a me guy. I thought I thought he should have been there on the team pitcher, cheering a team. And we didn't see Kevin Durant one time with the in that game. I think when they won in, I think when they won in, what's it, Golden State? No, in Portland. That was in Golden State, and he came out in the uh, game two. Yeah, at, at the end of the game, that's the only time I. Yeah, seen. Was, yeah, that was a uh, that was in Golden State. You're right. But you know, he, that was the only so, time I seen him too. Right, he's so quick. He got the Twitter thumbs. So anything, if somebody say something bad about Kevin Durant, he's gonna be like Odell Beckham Jr. These guys are so quick to pick up these up these devices. Forget what the people say. As y'all said, who are we? You call us peons. Evidently, these peons, aka ourselves, we said something to ruffle those feathers. <laughs> so if your feathers got ruffled, you need to go out there and shake it off, fly away, and come back and get the job done. Not for Kevin Durant. If he go to New York, so be it. But I don't think he's going to the Knicks. He might probably the Clippers. But second, they, Yay! they said Kyrie Irving's in the mix. To go play for the Lakers. So I've been circling around a lot through media. Like I said, um, Kyrie Irving was playing on his was playing NBA Live 2019. He was at the Mop Park. He had a Mop <laughs> player dressed in all Lakers stuff. Like I said, is he fooling us? Playing around, us, putting the leg? We don't know. Like I said, only one person knows. That's LeBron James. LeBron yeah. James is licking his chops like God, man. You see what they saying about you? He's I'd never say anything bad about you. He said, "Man, you you hit the you hit the biggest shot in Cleveland sports history." Then you can know LeBron had his two his other two says, "You know, look, you had the biggest shot in Cleveland sports history, but y'all had that block too to go right along with it." Let's come on, hey Kyrie, well, let's get together and do this again. Now, we're gonna do this from Cleveland to L.A. Huh? <laughs> Cleveland to L.A. <laughs> this is about to be huge. If they pull this off, man. I don't know Dan if the Lakers Gilbert. will be better or worse, though. I really don't. Were they right now? What's the word the Lakers are in? Shambles? Disarray? Uh, is this is this the Lakers? This is we talking about Showtime Lakers. The Showtime Lakers are not the Showtime Lakers not anymore, folks. No more Magic. No, we, Magic told them the Lakers. This is Tattletale Time Lakers. Same Rob Palinka, who played with Tattletale Time Michigan. Rob Palinka is a snake. Katino Mobley said, "I he do not trust that guy." He said a lot of guys around the league, a lot of agents said he, 
he's a backstabber. We knew this. And the, and the thing I brought up, when Carlos Boozer's contract was up, as a, his rookie came off his rookie contract, they was offering him some more money, give him like a four-year deal. He said, yeah, I, I, he told Gordon Gunn, by the way, the Cavaliers owner back then, who is still a part, have part ownership with Dan Gilbert with the Cavaliers. He told that man, that man, that man, Gordon Gunn, is legally blind, folks. A lot of people don't know that he's a legally blind owner. He told, he told the Gunn family, I was more than happy to sign this contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers for the four-year deal. He said, okay, cool. They had the contract written up. He said he'd be there first thing tomorrow morning. These guys fly to Utah. He signed the Utah Jazz. That same night on TV with, a jer- with his jersey, doing a, con- a, a conference with his jersey, a press conference. And he signed with the Utah Jazz. And Aries says, damn, man, Carlos Boozer wrong, rubbed me the wrong way. That's why every time LeBron James go play the, play the uh, Carlos Boozer team, trying to tear their heads off. And I was trying to figure out, he always going to have Boozer like that. I know he ain't mad because he left the calf like that. But, you know, I be being young, I just thought he left on his own terms. Not knowing he already had a contract in play, Marcus. Rob Malinka, you are a state. So you little mamba. That means Coach State mamba. Any <laughs> little mamba. <laughs> and the reason I'm saying this, because Magic Johnson stepped down. I keep saying this. Quiet as kept. Kobe Bryant is secretly running the Lakers organization from the house. Rob Malinka is calling Kobe. Hey, Cole, From the AAU circuit. Right. Hey, Cole, what's up? What's up, Rob? Hey, we, I, I did it. What'd you do? I got, I got Magic out there. He said, serious? He probably be like, yeah. And Cole be like, yes. My plan is coming into circle right now. All right, we got LeBron. So what you need to do? Do this X, Y, Z. We're going to do, do this and do that. Man, watch, watch, in the, watch before the season starts. Kobe Bryant going to slide right in. And you're going to hear Rob Palenka going to say, as basketball operation with Los Angeles Lakers, I present to you Kobe Bean Bryant, who was my former, who is my client still as an agent. It's going to be a shocker to the world because I already said it. Just watch how these cars unfold. Just watch. I keep saying it again, all money in. Nipsey Hustle way. That way. It's coming. Kobe got an Oscar. Kobe got five rings. Kobe got his daughter out there playing basketball. He got a little mambo out there. He got another little mambo on the way. <laughs> yeah. Kobe Bryant is not here. You cut the grass, they say the snakes will show. Now watch. Kobe Bryant about to have Kyrie Irving playing for the Lakers. Like I keep telling you, he's, he is his mentor. People listen to their mentors. That I was told. <laughs> you got any take on this, Marcus? About I mean, that's how... And La La Land? I mean, that's how it works. Mentorship. I mean, your mentor suggests something, you kind of go out and do it. <laughs> I mean, so all Kyrie moves have been secretly based on advice from, you know, Kobe. So I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he ended up in L.A. and with LeBron James, who he needed so desperately to get away from. And it's just mm-hmm. funny how, you know, his mentor is Kobe. He played for the Lakers. LeBron ends up on the Lakers, and now it's like it's kind of like the writing on the wall for him to end up in LA too. Like he goes from Boston to mm-hmm. LA, and like that's like 
so odd, like because they were like rivals from the beginning of the NBA. Like <laughs> Lakers and Boston is like an embedded rivalry, and you go from that team, you know, from Boston to LA. It just it's like somebody's moving these chess pieces around. It's not. Look, I don't look, believe look this is organically right. happening. Right. Right. Look at this. I got something else. I'm gonna have people say back and say, you know what? When LeBron James met with Magic Johnson off that private jet, he came to the Lakers organization. Not only that, Irvin Magic Johnson was in that office for that meeting. Other than GE Bus, guess who else was in that meeting? Kobe B. Bryant. His name keep coming up. His name <laughs> keep coming up. Kobe B. Bryant. Bryant. He's a cold-blooded Mamba killer. You see what I'm saying? Matty Johnson is the basketball, the operations that time. You play again, Kobe for what? To show him around LA? Show him what Laker history I'm proud of about? Because I'm pretty much sure LeBron James is 18-3 and or 18-4 and in against Kobe Bryant in head-to-head matchups. Definitely got to show me, Kobe. You need to get two more rings than me. So as I keep telling people, Kobe Bryant is driving the force. He is driving the bus for the Lakers. Jeannie Bus loves Kobe Bryant. She was there when he got drafted. Hell, she was there when Magic got drafted. She's been there forever. Yeah, sorry, Magic Johnson. Kobe Bryant is the new Magic Johnson. Y'all five rings. He's taking your spot. Sorry, Magic. Like you said, I want to stay in my office and take care of all my businesses. <laughs> like this is what I'm trying to tell people Magic got five rings Kobe got five rings but the greatest thing of all time would still be Ray Magic Johnson Kobe Bryant is driving force and this is before Rob this is before they signed Rob Palenka to be the GM of the Lakers all of a sudden they signed LeBron then Rob Palenka jumps on board as the operations so I keep telling y'all in that same year, something, like I said, Kobe Bryant, and every time I know when Kobe do something, when Kobe put that black suit on, it's a wrap because he turned into that snake. Turned into that snake. <laughs> the snake. The snake. He turned into that. And I ain't talking about the Thetas either. The Thetas. The <laughs> when you talk about stumping the yard, yeah, ain't doing that, Kobe. right? <laughs> we talk about Kobe Bryant. He, he is the uh, he's the monster behind what's going on. Kobe Bryant just sit back, laughing against the game of zones on Bleacher Report, <laughs> <laughs> making all the moves, connecting all Man. the dots, <laughs> connecting all the dots. And Kobe Bryant gonna slide right on in before the season start. I'm gonna say around summer. So NBA summer summer league camp around that July was it July second through the seventh in Las Vegas. Kobe Bryant will slide right in. They are gonna have a, pre- a presser breaking news. The Los Angeles Lakers hire Kobe Bean Bryant. You know, five time NBA champion. Uh, he will be the new Lakers president of operation to go along with his former agent Rob Palenka. And people gonna sit back and say, "Oh man, oh man, this is crazy. This is wild." And I said this today. I've 5.24 p.m. What's today? May 22nd, Wednesday. 22nd. Watch, yeah. what I, watch what I tell you. Kobe Bryant's going to be GM. 
the president, I mean, not the GM, the president of operations of basketball. Because, because behind every great GM, need a great assessor to, put, to, get, to get advice from. And that's going to be Kobe Bryant. And on that note, folks, anything you want to say, Mark, before we end this? Oh, I'm just writing down a date. Just so <laughs> when, you know, people have been taking our stuff, you know, these mainstream oh. publications. So when oh, they yeah. started saying Kobe going to be the next GM of the Lakers, you know, I'm just, I'm writing the date down that you said it on the 22nd on, on the pod. Just making sure. <laughs> about five, I said that 524. 524. <laughs> that Kobe Breen Bryant would be the president of operations of basketball right next to his agent, Rob Palenka. <laughs> Crazy. Imagine knew he was a backstabber. Oh, so that's do what they do, Marcus. Smile in your face. <laughs> oh, town, they want to take your place. Backstabbers. <laughs> Imagine Johnson knew he was smart. Do you still you still had you still have a business dinner with this guy Rob Palinka for what? Rob Palinka is picking your head, picking your brain. He's, he's, he's the apple that Adam ate in the in the garden. As the God told him, hey, he told Adam and Eve, do not eat this apple. Rob Palinka is that apple. And Kobe <laughs> the you keep coming back eating off that apple. He just eating it. He go back and tell Kobe, Kobe, let's do what Magic said. Kobe, you taking some advice from Magic. We're going to do it this way. We're going to flip it. You the apple. Rob Palinka's the apple, and everybody keep biting off the apple. Kobe putting the apple out there and using it for bait. So on that note, this is After Hours Live from the Man Cave. I'm your host, Tay Wynn. And it's your host, Mike Payne. What the hell is this? Thank you for listening to After Hours Live from the Man Cave Podcast. If you would like to hear more from me and my man Tay Wiggs, please go to your favorite podcast listener and subscribe to us. We are just about everywhere nowadays. We're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts. So if you like what you hear, subscribe to us to hear more. Oh, and before I go, please also hit up our anchor profile page that's anchor.fm forward slash after hours live from the man cave and click that little purple button that says support this podcast and help us out peace